Welcome to D, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. December 20, 2021, Monday, 4th week of Advent, the Gospel of Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of Luke There are several things happening in this Gospel pericope, sisters and brothers. Perhaps it is even so familiar because we are sure to hear it during Advent. And so, we have even memorized the conversation between Gabriel and Mary and recite this 53 times on the rosary beads. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But did you notice that this occasion was a very important operation of the Holy Trinity? Let us go through this. The roles of God the Father are, as Lord, He is with Mary. As God, Mary has found favor with Him, and He has begotten His Son. As Lord God, the throne of David is at His disposal. As Most High, 
He is the Father, and His power will overshadow Mary, and nothing is impossible for Him. And the Son. The Son will be conceived and born by Mary. His name will be Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High. He will receive the throne of David. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever. He has a kingdom of which will have no end. He will be called Holy, and He is Son of God. But about the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit will come upon Mary. So let's build our reflection on that, that the Annunciation is very important. It's like creation was hanging on Mary's reaction to the message of the angel. So let's talk about Mary's response. Have you read the Jesus of Nazareth written by Pope Benedict XVI? I'm looking at the infancy narratives right now because I often read his books and he has helped me a lot go through reflecting on this Annunciation Pericope. This, it has something else and he can, Pope Benedict can really unravel a lot of things and every time I go through his books it's like he's bringing me elsewhere right in front of Jesus of Mary beside Pope Benedict himself and so let me just share you what he has written about Mary's response he said Mary responded in three parts. First is, Mary is troubled. She's pensive. She ponders. She dialogues with herself. It was not fear, but interior reflection. She seeks to understand. Therefore, she is a woman of great interiority, her heart and mind in complete harmony. He, she seeks to understand the message and the overall significance. As a woman, she's fearless, says Pope Benedict. She remains composed despite what happened and what she was told. So, Mary becomes an image of the Church for us as she considers the Word of God and guards in her memory what has been given to her. Don't we, brothers and sisters, carry in our hearts the Word of God? Whether we read from the Bible by ourselves or we are part of a study group or we hear 
and listen with our heart on the Word of God read at Mass. The other part is the second part of Mary's response according to Pope Benedict XVI is Mary's question. Her question was, How shall this be since I have no husband? Her question was not why, why me, but how. It makes us think that she already has decided but has not said yes because she was still thinking, trying to realize, trying to think how, while how this will happen. So already we know that Mary was already betrothed to Joseph, though they have not yet begun their conjugal life. So the angel confirms, not in the normal way, Mary. No, not in the normal way. He said, you will be overshadowed. There will be overshadowing by the power of the Most High, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon her. For with God, nothing is impossible. And so Mary ponders again. Her question was already answered. She will be overshadowed by the power of the Most High. The Holy Spirit will be upon her. And what's her next move? She said yes. Her yes is founded on trust, on humility, on obedience. She even declared herself as the handmaid of the Lord before she said, Let it be to me according to your word. That's what we call fiat. It was not only Mary who mentioned these words, who spoke these words, let it be done unto me. There is the fiat of Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane. Three times he said, Not my will, but yours. Have we heard of St. Bernard of Clairvaux? Because Pope Benedict mentioned him in the book. According to St. Bernard, after Adam and Eve, the world was in darkness. And God wants to enter a new And what did he do? God knocks at Mary's door. God needs human freedom of the will, quote-unquote. So he created that freedom of the will and gave it to us freely. And so what does that make of God? He made himself, in a sense, dependent on that man's choice whether that man we 
would use the freedom of the will by choosing the will of God. Or we will use the freedom of the will to have our way. We say that Mary is a model, our model. She's a model disciple. If she gave up her will in favor of what the messenger told her, and if she is our model, are we walking in her footsteps? Are we imitating her somehow, sometimes? Have we given our yes? Yes, Lord, let your will be done. As often as we pray it also in the hour, Father. So God's power is tied to the unenforceable yes of a human being. But you see, that moment that Mary pronounced her fiat, it was yet a humble manifestation of magnanimous obedience of human freedom. Whenever we say yes, like Mary, in favor of the will of God, that's our moment of freedom. Because God, we just gave God the, the freedom also for His will to operate in our lives. Thank you, Mama Mary. Thank you for showing us the way. The only way is to surrender ourselves like how you surrendered your life to the words of Gabriel, to the words that the Holy Trinity or God the Father tasked him with delivering to Mary. In our days now, do we do this? Do we trust a message for us through a messenger? Or do we run after or want to talk ourselves to the originator of the message? See, my brothers and sisters, there's nothing better to do in our life than to say yes to the will of God. We will not get pregnant with Jesus, not through our womb, but when we say yes to God, Jesus will be in our heart. We will bear Him in our heart. We'll bear Him in our life. So what can be more more honorable thing to do what can be a better expression of faith than saying yes thank you mama mary thank you again thank you for guiding us thank you for saying yes that's why we have jesus now 
That's why we are redeemed. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening. God bless.